Yo, what's good? It's Low Gang Badge and I'm back at it. And right now you tuned in to Cloudy Conversations. Let's get it. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? It's your girl, Big T, Cloudy Conversations, and we are back with another episode. As you can see, we have Low Baggett. Badget. Uh, he told me that right before. He said we do this all Badget, the time. Fuck up his name. We need to get this right. Badget. Um, one of the top MCs in the city, shit, in the sure. area, honestly, um, has a great body of work, a new project coming up. So we ha definitely had to get him on the show and, you know, pick his brain a little bit. Appreciate it. For sure. Um, so for the fans and people who don't know about you just yet, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I go by the name of Lil Badget. Used to be Lil Gang Badget, but... With all these RICO charges and all that going on, you got to get the gang out of here Honey. if you ain't participating in nothing. But, yeah, I'm from Harrisburg, you know, born and raised, 717. Um, I'm rocking with the Loyals. That's my record label and uh, my team. And, uh, you know, just average dude trying to make something happen, you know, trying to break through in this music industry. For sure. Like you said, straight up out the 717. Um, so what was your life like growing up here? I had a good life, you know. I lived. I'm from a hardworking family, you know. Um, you know, my 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 grandfather. He kind of, he kind of, you know, set the platform for us to, you know, move forward and and, and always strive for advancement. So I'm from Ralston Street, and um, you know, I grew up on Ralston until I was probably about 10, 11 years old. Okay. Um, then we moved out to a place called Chambers Hill and all that. That's where the the, the life continues. But yeah, I, I had a good life, you know. I just. Hard-working family, like I said, and did you have um, a lot of siblings, or are you only yeah. child? Yeah, I got, I got, I got two siblings. I got an older sister and um, a younger sister. Oh, so you're the only um, boy? Yeah, yeah, I'm the only boy. I'm, I'm the middle child. And yeah, the middle I'm, child, and the middle child. I had it rough. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. So, um, are you close with your family? Are you all like kind of musically inclined? Like, paint the picture of that family life. Oh yeah, we're, we're a tight knit family. I mean, real tight group. I'm talking about family dinner every Sunday. Okay. You know what I mean? Eat every Sunday. As soon as we get done with this, we're gonna go eat. You know what <laughs> I mean? But of course, you know. But my family, not really too much into the, into the music. You know what I mean? Especially hip hop. But you know, I grew up just like every other kid. Mm -hmm. You know, we grew up with the with the. Every Sunday or Saturday cleaning, you got your music. Mom music. got the music playing, you know what I mean? You might get tore up if you ain't cleaning. And uh, But my, my pops, you know, Lumberjack Blackson, um, you know, of course he's a legend here in our city. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's where I really get my, my music background from, my hip-hop from, you know, from him. So do you remember that first time you seen um, your dad doing music and what impression it had on you? Oh, of course. It was... Um, I think I was in like the sixth grade. It was a two raw for the streets DVD. I don't, you probably don't remember. I'm gonna that. say that. That's a throwback. Philly, Take yeah, them back to them DVDs. A lot of people probably don't remember that. Two raw for the streets. It was Philly versus Harrisburg, and uh, a lot of them dudes went on to be legends too, man. Reed Dollar was in it. I remember RJ that. RJ was in it, and uh, my pops he battled Shelliano, and I just remember uh, when I first had seen the video. I'm just looking like that's, that's my what dad. I do. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it right there. That's what I want to do, and uh, you know I got that rush and. A song, but that's where it started. And actually, my, my first song I ever wrote was uh, like Lupe Fiasco's Kick Push. Oh, shit, you know okay. What I mean? So I had to scrap that. My pops <laughs> was like, We don't bite, you know what I mean? There's no biting, so you gotta scratch that. And uh, you know what I mean? And that's basically when it was born, sixth grade. And that just that brief story paints a huge picture as your music sound because you really got wordplay, you really rap, and the beats aren't just the typical, you know, hi hats, boom bass. Like, it'd right. be like, 
what we heard in a group one in the nineties, like right. full on production. So to hear that your dad was doing it, I'm like, okay, yeah. it all makes sense. Yeah. This is why he his sound is of that way because yeah. you a real spitter. That's what I sure. like in music, like on some Benny the Butcher type shit. Like, sure, I, get I, I can. Because that's the street talk, you know. I'm saying that's what it is. It's like. The flow, the wordplay, it's like right. when I'm listening to you, I feel like I got to be like in my Mercedes yeah, Benz yeah. riding around and go get some yeah. millions. And I'm that's like, I'm on a mission right now. That's 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 what I make. I make music for, for, for people that get up and grind, for mm -hmm. people that get up and hustle legally or illegally. I don't care what you're doing and as you long as you're doing something. It, yeah. You get the money, you know? And um, I pretty much, I did, I got that sound from my pops, but at a young age, I realized that I, I had to... It ain't gonna work if I just sound like I'm from the 90s. And, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm only halfway from the 90s, so I had to, you know what I mean, adapt to the to the new age sound, kind of blend both of them together, and and that's pretty much how my, my sound and my style was birthed. Lyricism, you gotta have a nice beat. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing for me is if you wanna be that lyrical, I gotta be able to feed you something. You know that you'll be able to grasp, mm -hmm. obtain. You know, be able to digest. You don't want it going easy. over your head too can't much. Like head, I gotta run that back I mean? and think about what right. the fuck did that bar mean? Right. I know it's a bar, but exactly. I can't catch it. Like exactly. And the way I learned to slow it down is you gotta have a catchy hook. Mm. You know what I mean? The catchy hook is everything. That's I'm noticing a lot of my peers that are also lyricists. You lose your fans when there ain't no hook for me to hook, remember. I'm lost now. You know what I mean? Now you just spitting. So you know what I mean? I, I like to play. I, like, I think I got a good all around game. You know what I mean? I got a good all around game. So outside of your father, who were some of your other musical influences? Locally or, or in the industry? Period. Anybody. I mean, my, my three favorite rappers is, uh, and this is three totally different rappers. People <laughs> always look at me like I'm crazy, but, you know, Nas. Okay. That's number, uh, actually, no, I messed up. Ice Cube, that's number one. That's okay. That's my, my favorite rapper of all time. That's most times. Not You ain't going to get an Ice Cube on your list. You're not going to get it. Listen, Cube, you know, for the storytelling, for the raw aggression. You got Nas for the lyricism, for the laid back, the smooth, mm -hmm. and then 50 Cent, number three. 50 That's Cent. actually a perfect combination That's of rappers fact. to fuck That's with. Like, mm -hmm. they all actually hold their own weight, but they all bring mm -hmm. something different to the sound. Like, exactly. So that's honestly exactly. a great, great influence. Yeah, of course. Um, what did you like about 50 Cent? His aggression and how he just. How he was just, how he was able to be so aggressive but so melodic at the same time. You know what I mean? You knew. You knew not to mess with 50, but yet 50 can also get on this record and, you know what I mean? Talk I, some smooth he shit to you. some smooth shit to you, you know what I mean? Just a little bit is one of my favorite 50 Cent records. Now, no <laughs> niggas is going to clown me for that. But, but that's a part. That's a part. <laughs> All a nigga really needs Yo, is a little bit. That, I'm telling you, just the, the fact that he was able to do Dude, that. Dude, I'm going to say, but that's versatile as fuck. 50 Cent exactly. is known as a street nigga, but he really mm -hmm. started making hits. Like, and it, it would surprise mm -hmm. you the records that these artists actually wrote for other people. Like, I, when he was on The Breakfast Club, he was talking about how he wrote something for Diddy and shit like that. I'm like, Crazy. I'm like, dang, y'all niggas is really talented Crazy. for real. Like, y'all just mm -hmm. some, some gangsters kind of, but yeah. in the music industry. Yeah. That's a fact. So, <laughs> I definitely, uh, I like that. And again, yeah. every time you talk, they're like, all right, this all makes sense. It's yeah, why yeah, his yeah. sound is like why this. The sound is just like them three artists. It's a fact, yeah. So, at what point did you decide, like, you said when you seen your dad that, you know, that's what you want to do. But when did you really, like, throughout adolescence, like, go to the booth, start putting songs together, like... I said, I really started grinding. Me and my team, my man Tim J and um, you know, my man Alex, we 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 did a mixtape called Cloud City back in like 2012. Okay. That was the first time I really was getting. Dang, my that's feet ten years ready. ago. Yeah, ten years ago, going to the booth and all of that. But 
I stopped, I stopped right after that, you know what I mean? I, I went into trying to figure out my life, you know what I mean? Where I was going to do, where I was going to go. Because at that time, so, you were what? Probably like 18? I was like 18. Yeah, 17, 18. I graduated at 17. So okay. What like, school you go to? I went to East High. Okay, so yeah, all right, all right. So it was like, it was, it was one of them things, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do in my life, you know. and um, Was college ever a thought or? Nah, it wasn't a thought. It I had personal things going on. Okay. It wasn't, you know. Um, wasn't the military was a thought i couldn't get into the military though. Why? so i just because i got i had a thing some, some something was wrong with my knee oh um, it's medically clear yeah so they was telling me basically i had to sign a waiver a whole bunch of back <laughs> i'm forth. not doing it basically yeah now nah, i'm good so if i get hurt y'all ain't gonna, gonna pay yeah, me yeah nah, nah, i'm not doing that so you know what i mean from there i just went right into working and i mean i did good for myself you know what i mean at, at a young age i was making decent amount of money you know in the, in the Maintaining. Field that i was in but basically i really just started grinding for for about three years ago Okay. You know what I mean? That, that's when I really said, I'm going to take this serious and see if I can make something happen. And what was the reason for that push? My son. Mm. You know, I, I, my, my wife, she, um, well, my, my girlfriend at the time, you know, she had, um, we had just got together. I, I made a career switch. I started driving truck, you know, and I was just, like I said, just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? But I got a phone call saying she was pregnant. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, all right, you know, no more games. I really, I got to turn up, you know? So it, it went from... You know, me waking up every day, trying to figure it out. You know, I got a good job. I'm making decent money, So I got to be a boss. You know, I got to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So not only with music, you know, I turned up with my trucking as well. I now own my own trucking business. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? So I'm out here trying to provide opportunities for others as well. But getting that phone call, I knew if I got a God-given talent, you know what I mean? I'm going to use it to try to get to the next level. Why would I waste it mm -hmm. if I could provide a better future opportunity for my for my kids, that's what I'm gonna do. And you you kinda you handling it the most responsible way because you still have the main source of income, you own right. the business. And it's always easier when you have stability over here to follow right. your dreams that's because like as you said, you're the type of man who's gonna step up to the plate and handle his responsibility. So that's when you fact. got that call, it wasn't a sense of, oh shit, like let me run away. No, I was like, no. well time to buckle up and really get this yeah. shit pushing. And yeah, that's a fact. You know, I, I grew up with uh I grew up and, you know, my, my, my real father, you know, he was in my life, you know what I mean, up until I was about 10. And then, you know, then it kind of was on and off after that. I, like I said, I got the same story a lot of young black boys got, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And um, I, that, that ain't what I wanted for, yeah. my, for my kids, for my future, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want nobody to feel that type of pain, but, you know, not, that's not nothing to take away from my real dad, you know what I mean? It's he, the truth. It's the truth. And, you know, we now have a good relationship now that I'm older. He's good with his grandkids. And, um, you know, even even my stepfather, you know what I mean, Lumberjack Blackson, he's good as well, so, yeah. You know, it worked out in the end. Mm -hmm. um, now, you also said that you're married, so was the birth of your son or, you know, that a kind of another push to, like, just make this a whole family instead of yeah. just, you yeah. know, baby of mom, course. baby dad, girlfriend, yeah, no, boyfriend? I, I didn't want that, you know what I mean? I, I didn't grow up with that. I, uh, like I said, my, my grandpa, you know, he always told us, you know, that the man is, is going to guide where the, where his entire family goes, you know, from the first kid down to his grandchildren. Mm -hmm. What he's doing is what the rest of the family is going to do. So, you know, my, my grandparents, I know they had their hard times, you know what I mean? But I watched them stick it out 50 years, That's, you know what I mean? Nah, my grandparents too, so, I'd be like, yo, 50 exactly. years? Like. It's a long time. And, and, you know, I just, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not into, I ain't want to bring no children into the world and, and, and you know, parents just broken up and splitting up. It's, Especially when it's that's not, not necessarily what you grew up seeing. That's a fact. You so. know what I mean? That's a fact. You know, I, you, know you, you know what it does to the black household. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't want that for my children, you know? 
it's actually refreshing to hear you even speak on this because most people, especially in our city or black men, period, around here don't really have that perspective on what it means to be a leader or be right. the head of your household and actually make your woman a wife and just, right. you know, solidify your family. It's not valued as it was back in our grandparents' yeah. age. Like, 50 years of marriage, you don't get that most yeah. days. People are divorcing and all that. So it's just like, it's nice to know that there are people who still are raised on those yeah. morals and stand by that. Um, I actually said in my last freestyle, I just did a freestyle for High of Life. You know, one of my bars is, uh, you know, I ain't, I'm not keeping people around me that ain't raising their kids. Mm. You know what I mean? They're trying to go big and that's real. You know what I mean? I'm not... Nah, you gotta you, you gotta stand on your responsibilities. You gotta handle business as a man. You know what I mean? And I am we are. I feel like we are in this generation starting to see that change. Mm -hmm. A lot of us didn't have our fathers. You so know what I mean? Breaking the cycle. So we breaking the cycle. You know what I mean? That's one of my singles as well. Break the cycle. No, that's for sure. So let's talk a little bit about the music. Uh, you said in 2012 you guys dropped. You know that first project. You mm -hmm. took a hiatus. Then you came back. So when you you came back. What was your mindset? My mindset coming back, like I said, I, I have a gift. And, you know, if I could take my family to New Heights, that's what I'm going to do. You know, a lot of people look at this, you know, children or wife as, as the end. You know what I mean? Now I got to go get a job. But I didn't look at it as that. You know, I looked at it as let's take it to the next level. So I, I dropped my first album since graduation. Um, that was a solo project. You know, which got a little bit of success. You know, it had some, some decent records on it. 2019, Dang. 15 tracks. Yup, yup. It was, I think, I think that was, yeah, yeah, it was since graduation. Yo, it, it, had, it had some decent success, some real good feedback. The first single from there was a song called Heavy. Did real good in this With city. Jaren Sims and KJ. Yup, yup, that's a fact. And, and them is my brothers too. Salute to them. Actually, you know, them two and, and my man Perm, they, they pulled me back out, you know, outside of, my own, you know, desires and desire to get back. Those dudes played a, a major role in getting me back into, into hip hop. So I salute to them as well. So yeah, that, that's when I came back. That was my first project back, yo. And what do you remember most about that project, or what do you like most about that project? Oh man, I love, I love the most. I love about the the, the biggest thing I love is that how real it was. It was, it was my story. You know, artist, their first album. That's everything bottled up for whatever they had going on X amount of years. So that was probably my, my realest project, storytelling. You know what I mean? Able to get a lot of stuff off of my chest. And I'm sure when a lot of people, the bigger I get, the more people that go back to find that project and really understand me as a person mm -hmm. and as an artist even more, you know? And how do you think you've grown from the 2012 project all the way up until since graduation? Like, oh, what, what was your development at? Oh, man. It's a, a whole lot of things have changed. I mean, man. <laughs> When, I, when we dropped Cloud City, you know, I, I was heavy in the smoking, <laughs> very, you know, irresponsible. I'm, I'm you, so you was talking yeah, crazy. You know, I'm mean? talking crazy. I'm, I'm doing what I do. But then, um, you know, when I dropped Since Graduation, it was more so all of those stories of me, what are you, what yeah, you was doing. What was doing. So, you know what I mean? The, the, the advance, you know, and, and the way I was rapping, my lyrics, everything was just elevated. You know what I mean? Everything just was taken to the next level. And. You know what I mean? But but it was it was kind of like a continuation minus the weed smoke, mm -hmm. minus the drinking. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was heavy into drinking. Different life then. now, yeah, though. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, all that is over now, yo. And it's crazy because um, one person I noticed who was consistent on, you know, a couple of your projects is Uncle E. And Uncle if you from e. the Berg, Uncle E, and you don't know Uncle him, e. then you you fucking, you ain't yeah. around, nigga. Yeah, so it's like, I was, I was like, nigga, he got Uncle E on the track. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, a legendary, yeah. like. That's a fact. It's, um, yeah, of course, you know, um. 
He played a he played a major role in, in what's going on, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, in my situation and super dope on the skits, you know what I mean? And uh, a legend in, in the city. So I'm saying he's one yeah. person who if self belief ain't a thing, then yeah. talk to him and he'll make you realize like mm -hmm. just believe in yourself. You can do whatever the fuck you yeah. want if you yeah. believe in it. Like yeah. that's a fact. But uh, yeah, it was very, very vital in, in all of my projects. That was, I think, yeah, he, yeah, he started since graduation doing them with me. Mm -hmm. He's also on my new album that, that's getting ready to drop. So it's consistent, because yeah, he's on yep. two, mm -hmm. uh, since graduation two, which, let's transition to that, you dropped in 2021, right. uh, 14 tracks. Um, right. <clears throat> so obviously it's a continuation of the first project. Uh, was that intentional, or are you just like, I ain't got a new title now, I'm going to just make it a series? Nah, nah, that was intentional. That was intentional. Um, since graduation two, um, that project, like you said, it is it is a continuation, but it's just the next level. You know what I mean? It's, it's, the, it's the next level. I look at the since graduation series as every five years, because the original since graduation actually dropped in 2016, mm. but I re-dropped it in 2019 to all platforms. You know what I mean? Just trying to, to put my, it on a, put promote right, it on the platform, yeah. But since graduation too was at a higher level, I mean, that, that's when I really started figuring out, you know, things about the industry, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, and trying to navigate and we was just throwing money at stuff, throwing money, throwing money, trying to make sure. Yes, yeah, so and you got Gilly see. the King on here. Like. Yeah, Gilly was on there. Shout out to Gilly. Um, you know what I mean? We was just trying to see what, what could stick and what we could do, what opportunities we could take advantage of. And, and that was actually... That was, that's my second biggest project that I ever dropped. You know what I mean? I think I think that did like fifty thousand streams. You know, for a local artist. I'm gonna say that's not yeah. little. Like, yeah, you know, we, we got fifty thousand people in this city. Yeah, like. That's a fact. And you know, I think I showed I showed you know every every CD that I had. You know what I mean? So and so you was actually just, still getting CDs pressed up and, and oh yeah, I'm still I still get CDs pressed up. It's still it's so a market people, for that. It's a market. For, it's money. It's merchandise. You know, people may not listen to them, but people like that that, that collectors item, mm -hmm. they like to sign and you know give it to them. So yeah, we. Sold about a hundred units on that, and that was by choice. We stopped, we cut that off because you know I was ready to move on. But you know we were very successful since graduation too. And was that an expectation, or just really came out of the work that you were putting in? Nah, I mean we didn't really think it was going to do what it did. I mean it was it just you know it it it, it just. I'm very thankful. I should say that. Say it just took off. Yeah, it just took off, kind of. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't think it was going. You know, generate the numbers that it did for us, and and I know the other artists. That's not really that much, but that's a lot was, for an yeah, up and coming artist. Most times, people only getting a, a thousand plays a over a six months period. So mm -hmm. for the project itself to hit fifty, and the way streaming and shit works these days, it's like that. That's a yeah. that's a good number for yeah. an independent artist, yeah, especially one who isn't making trendy music. Like right. you're not trying to hit make radio bops or hip yeah, dance no, and then, like you're really no, making authentic me. music to yeah. yourself. So that lets you know like people really fuck with your yeah, sound. That's a fact. And since graduation too, I will say that that's probably my best work ever. That I, I, everything that I've created was I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna say best. even if we got a new I'm album saying, coming out. I'm not gonna say my best. Maybe I didn't mean to say that. I'm gonna say it's I love that album. I'm say that's most, your most satisfying that's, that's work. That's my most satisfying work. Excuse me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just said, but yeah, that's my most satisfying work. Definitely, for sure. And is there a reason why? Is it because of the success of it or just the process and everything that came with it? When it you look just, back on it, it gives you such a... a my, the first song is called The Rebirth. And that it was just right when my son was born. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just, I poured so much pain and feelings into that album. You know what I mean? It was just so real. And... Since graduation, the first one, like I said, I was still I was still young, you know what I mean? So since graduation two, I'm 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 a man now, I'm an adult now, mm. I'm, I'm trying to go get it now, you know what I mean? So but I was able to pour into it. 
just it, it completely different. Yeah, yeah, it touches me and my team a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. And then you've been pretty consistent because right after that in 2022, you dropped Facts Over Feelings, which obviously is not in the same series. So right. what came up? How did that project come about? That project was a statement. You know, that was a, that was a, I need to toot my own horn type of album. Mm. You know what I mean? I got to wave my flag, you know, because um, I felt like since graduation, I did so, since graduation two, I did so well, I felt like it still wasn't, you know, received by my peers the way that I wanted it to be. So, so facts over feelings was kind of like, nah, okay, well, let's take the emotions out of it. You know what I mean? I don't got to be the best in your, in your, your category, your mm -hmm. opinion, but we gonna, let's talk some facts here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm the, I'm the X, Y, and Z that did X, Y, and Z. So that was a statement album for me. And, um, you know, very, very lyrical. Facts Over Feelings is actually my biggest album. Um, I had a couple songs on there go viral. Okay. Um, with Dark Low on there, a couple songs. Um, extra Clips, I believe, is at right now. 400,000 all-time streams and views. So Yeah, yeah had, that's I your top a, song, on, my uh, top song yeah. on your uh, page, Apple Music. Yeah, I had a, you know, and then I survived everything, dropped right after that. That went viral, and um, you know, shout out to Dark Low, shout out to Reef Hustle, shout out to my man Agony, you know, who produced the entire project. So yeah, that, that's probably my biggest album, and you know, I'm, I'm talking the most crazy on that one. So obviously, you have a trend of going up every time you drop an album, right. and you're about to come up on the release of a new project. Um, did I get the name of that one? Do was you got a name for this yeah, one? Yeah, What's Done Is Done. What's Done. Yep. I know what's I heard. I'm like, yep. I can't remember that. Yeah. What's Done Is Done. So what would you say fans should expect from this one? Since you spoke so highly on these last two projects and they've gone up every time, what's the way for this one? I would say What's Done Is Done. You got to, this is real raw. This is probably my, my best produced album mm. um, production wise because, and that, that's no knock at, at Agony or nothing like that. That's, that's my big brother. Super fire legend. We already know what mm -hmm. he does. But um, me and Agony didn't know we were going to do a project together. It just happened. It just happened. Yeah, so we weren't able to really lock in and build it. This project was done. It's done. I was able to lock in and build, you know, over a year and a half, two year time with a producer. Mm. You know what I mean? With my man, um, Ramin. He's okay. actually from Russia. Oh, okay. Not bad if I mispronounce your name, bro. Um, but, you know, we were able to lock in for a while and, and create this. So, yeah, this is probably my best producer album. And, um... Just it's just raw. I got uh, my man Cordell's on there. Okay. You know, um, I got Reef Hustle on there. Get my man Jay Scott is on there, and um, I think people are just gonna love the art. You know, it's it's dope. One thing I take away from your projects is you're not afraid to collaborate with people. Like not at all. Couple, most artists I'm interviewing or I go and do my research, it's like just them on their projects nine yeah. times out of ten. And I'm like, I mean, I get it, but do you not? Are you opposed to features? So, what's your viewpoint on working with others, and how has that worked for you? It's all about the power of collaboration, man. I mean, people got to understand everything is stronger when you have other people added into the situation. I know everybody wants to, um, you know, be the only person that's heard. No one wants to get outshined. No mm -hmm. one wants to be competitive. That's not me. You know, if I bring someone on my thing, I want you to do your thing and, and go as hard as you can. You know, so I'm not afraid of that. You know what I mean? I know a lot of artists are, but... Has nah. uh, ever been a situation where you got a feature and they done killed your song a little bit harder than you, so you had to like go back and you know what I'm saying I gotta fix this shit a little bit my burst. <laughs> I never, I never rewrote nothing. Never. So okay. If, if you, if I hear it and, and people are saying you smoke me, you smoke. You smoke me. me. You know what I mean? That, but I brought you on here to do that. If I didn't think you was nice, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put you on my on shit. Here. You know what I mean? If mm -hmm. you ain't got nothing going, I wouldn't have brought you on. So 
you know, I, I had a couple verses, me and my pops going back and forth, and a couple people hit me like, yo, you might have got it. Yeah, I said he got yeah, you on yeah, that, yeah. That's okay, though. You know what I mean? That, that's competition. Yeah, that, you know, we, we go back and forth. That, that's how I look at it. So, yeah, now that's all right. Now, um, you've mentioned the lawyers, which is your team. Let's just talk a little bit about them and you guys that's come up and, you know, pretty much just uh, put them on the forefront. So who's all the members of the uh, the conglomerate? The loyals. Um, right now, it's just uh, it's really just me and Reef Hustle right now. I mean, Reef Hustle, he's still TBM, though. He was with Fred the Godson and everybody. So the loyals, I, I transitioned it into a uh, record label so I can make it, you know, legitimate. Mm -hmm. I just did that last year. So I'm really the, the face of the loyals. Then, like I said, we got other people that are rocking with us, like my man Lil Versus. He's out in California. Okay. Um, my, my little cousin, Dolly Boy. But like I said, as of right now, it's, it's, just, it's really just its own thing. I'm really just holding the flag for real, for real. But other people are and are you know, signed to yourself no i'm not signing myself actually i don't i don't know i didn't i never did no paperwork on myself but i, I think you it. should you know what i mean Might be <laughs> so you gotta idea. sign low the artist the Might owner is yeah. i mean i only say that and suggest that the people who actually have record labels because if you think about it if you are signed to yourself if a major label comes and you're already signed one they're going to negotiate with you to sign you and now right. you're still going to get paid your business is going to get paid for them right. signing you on top of now you get your artist commissions and it's just all kind of just right it's a partnership rather than them owning yeah. all your shit yeah i agree and you'll get paid off of your streams now it's like it's yeah. like um separating the money now that's all of it's coming to the to the to the record label and i'm getting paid i'm paying myself out of there yeah that's a fact that's so a fact. if you have go look, ahead I'm and sign yourself that. yeah I'm, I'm actually i'm gonna look into that i never really thought about doing that but i, I do hear a lot of people talk about it so yeah. it's it just i feel like it's just like a loophole to it because if i right. i have a record label it's not it's like gucci man did he signed right. itself like right. and yeah. then he he pays his record label for his work. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a Double fact. hustle. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm going to look into that, for sure. Um, well, I feel like we painted a pretty good picture. There's a lot of content out there on you, so we I yeah. didn't feel like we had to go in depth. You, Like you said, you spoke yeah. them numbers. People know who you is. Yeah, um, what are some of your top moments thus far in your career that you remember? Is it like opening up for somebody or? Oh, man. I say the biggest moment of my career is the day extra clips drop. Mm. Just getting on YouTube and, you know, I'm sitting there with my team. I had actually just got out of the hospital. I remember we shot the video for Extra Clips in Philly. Um, shout out to Z Rich and How Off Life. They shot the video. And uh, when I came home, I went to the hospital. I actually almost passed away. You know, I mean, you can't just slide past that. Yeah, nah, I know, right? It was a crazy time <laughs> It was my just life. a health situation? You know, health, health issues. You okay. Know, I almost passed away. I spent a week in the hospital, and I remember laying there just thinking to myself, like, this ain't, you know what I mean? This I can't ain't, do this you know shit. I, mean? like, like, I got to come out and really go crazy. I got out of the hospital. We dropped extra clips, I think, a week later. And that shit went up. That shit went up. You know what I mean, just getting on YouTube and it's like, yo, we had 2,000 views in like 30 minutes. That, you know that's what, what I mean? I'm saying. Like, I be feeling good when I'm at 50 yeah, views. Like, yo, 50 I mean? people watch the interview, yo. We yo, is lit. That's like. a fact. And just watching that shit just keep going up and up and up. We had a cookout at my uncle's crib and I'm just sitting there like, we oh, had 10K, hold up. Yeah, we had 20k, y'all. That's a fact. Yeah, that, that that was probably the funnest moment I think I ever had in hip hop since I've been in there. But you know what I mean. And then um, I would say another one, opening up for uh, Rock Kim at Club XL mm. last year. Crazy. No, I say that's legendary. Crazy for sure. Crazy. That was uh, that was probably my my biggest show that I ever did. You know, um, definitely a legendary moment for sure. Packed house. 
And what is? I'm gonna say, what's your stage presence like? Because you've been on big stages with big yeah. artists, so how mindful of you are of that presence? Oh, I'm trying to body everyone there. Any artist before or after, this is our show. This is a loyal show. You know what I mean? This is my show. So I'm, I'm real. I'm a big guy, so I know fans be trying to, they be thinking, uh, probably laid back, cool. Chill. Now you come out there with that you energy. Know, yeah, straight energy, straight raw, straight aggressive. You know what I mean? Up tempo type of show. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't like for nothing. To, no, no dead air, no dead space. You know, so you're mindful of like your track listing and songs you pick and go mm -hmm. first. Everything is up tempo the whole the whole time. You know what I mean? I don't want no one to leave to say, yo, them niggas are taking too long, them niggas is boring. Like I don't none of that. You know what I mean? We be straightforward. And how's your stage presence? Like, do you have like fifty people on a stage with you? Nah. Or is it just you and your hype man? Nah, and nah, it's usually just me, you know, my my and my pops might come out and rock with us. And my man Reef Hustle, that's it. You know what I mean? Or I'm Dolo, you know what I mean? Um with, with a hype. I try I like to keep a hype, man, but we like to rotate. So mm -hmm. it'll be, you know, I might I might hype for my man Reef Hustle, he might hype for me. And you know what I mean, we'll rotate like that. But nah, just us and the DJ, that's hip hop, you know. That's what I'm saying, because nothing kills me more than when I go to a show and I can't tell who's rapping right now. Yeah, like that, it'd be too much. Be I'm too, like, wait, then, are you the artist? Wait, who got the mic? Where y'all go? Then like they, then they rapping over vocals, so you really don't know who's rapping. And that was that was another question. Like, are you mindful of that? Like, is your track playing in the background? Are you telling them lower it? Cause I really got nah, voice control. Like Yeah, no, nah, I don't rap over vocals. Mm -hmm. I let the hook rock though. You know what I mean? Cause I am big. That's dude, impressive though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like people nah. people aren't that's why I wanted to know. Like, you've been on Say that you seen artists mm -hmm. do sets, so you know what it's like. Now nah, he ain't rapping over the track. That's really his yeah. voice control. Like how they kept uh, when Jada Kiss did the verses and how he was really up there yeah, flowing. Guys, like MC don't rock with vocals. You know what I mean? We don't rock with vocals, so yeah, not nah, definitely. So you consider yourself an MC over just a rapper? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm an MC. I, I paint a picture. You know what I mean? I'm a storyteller. For sure. So, like I said, I feel like we've painted a great picture. The new project's coming out. Guys, stay tuned for that. Um, in closing, what would you want the fans to take away from this interview? Oh, just, you know, uh, just be on the lookout for Lil Badger and the Loyals. I mean, uh, like I said, we, we just like y'all. We regular people just trying to make something happen. You know what I mean? And um, what's done is done. Drop it on the 31st of this month. March 31st. Yep, March 31st this month. It's nine tracks. You know, me and my man uh, Ramin from, from Russia, we came together to make a collab project. Reef Hustle's on there. Jay Scott, the illish from New Jersey. Reef Hustle from the Bronx. Um, you know, I, I got my man Z Rich on there from, from YC, High Off Life. Um, hope I'm not leaving anybody out. Oh, my man Cordell as well is on the project. So just be on the lookout for that, man. And, and you know, support the home team. Support 717. For sure. Again, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching. It's another episode of Cloudy Conversations. Your girl, Big T, Low Badget. We out. Low Badget, I'm back at it. Let's <laughs> get it.